in case you missed it on Newsbreak. There has been widespread support since the Constitutional Court ruling. It found that parts of the Electoral Act was unconstitutional. It paves the way for independent candidates to contest national and provincial elections. Well, to share his thoughts on this, we are joined on the line by one South Africa movement leader, Musi Maimane. Mr. Maimane, a very good afternoon to you. Good afternoon and uh, good afternoon to our fellow South Africans. Yes, and welcome to, to Newsbreak. It's been a long time since we've engaged with you, so we're very happy to have you on. I know you've already welcomed the decision. So talk to me then about what this will mean for independent candidates going forward. Yeah, it's a, it's a significant development in our democracy because what in effect it breaks, it breaks uh, party capture, which leads to state capture, right? Because in a way... You've had parties get control. They produce lists that are done in a room where the voters are not there. Those lists are given to citizens. And then people are told to vote for a party. And you don't know the credentials of the people on that list. Now, what this means is that actually South Africans can directly vote for people. Now, when we set up one South Africa movement, people said to us, why don't you just start a political party? I said, because we don't want to have state capture ever again. We wanted to allow for independent South Africans who are leaders in their communities to be able to represent their communities. The judgment yesterday has given possibility for that. Secondly, it means that if we can reform the Electoral Act so that it's constituency-based, it means now suddenly you can then say, if I'm in Etiagwini, I want this person to represent me and I will vote for that person. And if they don't do what I ask them to do, I can remove them. Because that's the power. Whereas previously, they could be elected and people could go to parliament. And if they don't come back to the community, you will never know. Yet your, the decisions about your life have been made and they can vote to defend corruption. Now suddenly you can say, no, sir, or no, ma'am. We voted for you. Now you don't do what we want you to do. We want to remove you. Mm. It's a great opportunity to yeah. power to the citizens. Mr. Maimani, are you suggesting then that independent candidates are exempt from capture, that they could not ever be found with their hand in the cookie jar, so to speak? No, the only capture that is available to them is by the community. Because now suddenly, if you as a community, no one is ever immune from being corrupt. But accountability is the issue here. Because previously, the accountability was to the party. Now the accountability is back to the people. If we know Mr. So-and-so is stealing money, we can request that Mr. So-and-so be removed because we were the ones who voted for that person. It changes politics entirely. Because now suddenly, if Mr. So-and-so thinks he wants to put his hand in the cookie jar, he knows that the community will remove them. That's the power of the thing. So what do I... kept up for 10 years... And no one has gone to jail. Why is that? Hmm. Mr. Maimani, how do you envision then this voice of the community in that parliament sort of precinct? As we understand it, once a member is elected then into the National Assembly, it's up to parliament to, um, you know, and even party structures then, to work on how to remove the person as we've seen play out in national politics. Within this independent context, how can one recall an independent candidate from their parliament precinct? Well, we are... We are busy now redrafting the electoral law. And what we're saying is that we've got a draft proposal. What the proposal will do is that, the con- as one part of the movement, we've always said that the contract must sit between 
the community and the elected individuals on the basis of a number of agreed values. What then happens subsequent to that is that if you, if you break those values, we can then say there must be a clause put into the electoral act that says the community through a signature process can say we mobilize for Mr. So-and-so to be removed or Mrs. So-and-so to be removed. And then they go to the IEC, then the IEC can verify all of that and then say there must be an election to see whether a person can continue to serve the community or not. Suddenly you have the power to remove them. I think Because the, the previous mechanism was that yeah. if someone is corrupt, then it's up to the party to decide whether that thing is corruption or not corruption. So if we, if we think that Mr. Zuma was corrupt or not corrupt, it doesn't matter. Because if the ANC can come to parliament and vote to say, actually, no, that was not corruption, that was just a fire pool, then we must accept that. Whereas now, it's back to the community. Mm. I want to touch on that maybe when we wrap up the interview. But Mr. Maimane, it's certainly going to be a numbers game, isn't it, to determine the amount of support an independent candidate is likely to garner to actually make it to Parliament? Well, it, it always is, regardless of the mechanism, but the reform can't just be just saying we keep the same system and just add an independent candidate on the list. Because naturally, you can't ask an independent candidate to contest nationwide. Because when you do that, it will be to their disadvantage. The big parties will continue to dominate the space. What we're saying is that the reform must go further. Because what the Constitutional Court said is that the Electoral Act itself as, as clauses within it that are unconstitutional. Now, what if you fix it, it's a bit like fixing a car. You can't just change one aspect without it impacting others. And so now what we want to say is let's go to a constituency-based system so that it's within the constituency that that person is contesting. Then we will truly test whether the very people who came to represent us in Parliament truly represent us in Parliament. Because now we'll put them in a constituency, they can compete for votes, and then if they win there, then in Parliament they represent that constituency. Mm. Well, interestingly, talking about constituencies, Mr. Maimane, no doubt it gives social movements or even an NGO, for example, working in a particular sector, uh, the opportunity to advance their cause or, or you know, the point they're bringing to society. How do you anticipate the grassroots voice to now make it to the upper order of politics? Yeah, completely. That's the power. And that's the, that's the thing about democracy, right? It, it, it gives expression. So let me take one constituency that has been underrepresented in the country, as maybe they might be the Khoisan. The Khoisan have had to say, if you want to fight for the cause of the Khoisan people to become recognized for whatever issue that they are trying to raise, suddenly they had to all be affiliated to Party X or Party Y. Now they can suddenly say, actually, we will produce a candidate for the Khoisan community who will go speak on our behalf in Parliament. So suddenly the opportunity is there, and you can do that across different sectors of society. What if a church or church, or church community says that maybe the laws in this country do not favor them or do not favor their religious beliefs? Could it be that they suddenly can say, well, we'll send someone to parliament to go fight against these particular pieces of legislation that might be offensive to a religious person or not? It gives effect to democracy that says the vision of the people must be the thing that governs the country. Well, I think finally, Mr. Maimane, so will you be running as an independent candidate for the 2024 national and provincial elections? It's why we built One South Africa as a movement, because now if the community I come from says, Mr. Maimane, we think you are the best leader for us to represent us. Now suddenly I can put my name forward 
without having to say, I must belong to this party or that party. I can stand as an independent. So you're willing, you're up to the challenge, you're willing to go through that process and, and try your hand at it in 2024? It's why we were part of, the, uh, uh, of helping support the court case, and that's why I'm still standing today, because let South Africans be able to say no, but Mr. Maimani, we, we see what you're trying to do, we want you to represent us. If that is our choice, then we can give effect to that. And that is, that is the attitude that I think everyone across the country must be able to take up. And I hope as one South Africa movement will be building more candidates all across the country who can represent their communities. Well, Mr. Musi Maimani, we thank you so much for sharing your insights with us and look forward to keeping tabs on that particular development. Thank you very much and may you have a great weekend. You as well. That was the one South Africa movement leader, Musi Maimani, joining us exclusively today on Newsbreak. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.